Yeah. Pizza was popping, y'all. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while. But you know who it is and what it is. It's your professional playboy partner, King Issa Ali. And I'm back in this bitch like I left something. And you are now tuned in to another segment of the Professional Playboy Podcast. Man, I hope everybody out there in Radio Land is good. Hope everybody on IG that's watching me is good. You know what I'm saying? We about we around Christmas time. I hope y'all had a good Thanksgiving and any other holiday that may pass in time. Last heard from y'all. But today, we got a very, very special guest. We got a very, very special interview today. I got my man, the king of the exclusive Chicago after night party life scene, rapper, producer, ghostwriter, fellow influencer, founder and CEO of the motherfucking promo girls. We got the one, the only, motherfucking Francino the Gambino, man. What's happening with you, playboy? Oh, man, you know, sitting up here trying to make it so I ain't got to take it, man. How you feeling? That's what I like to hear, man. That's what I like to hear. What's going on with you, man? Talk to me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We might, hold on. All right, we had a little technical difficulties right there. But Francino, what's good with you, man? Talk to me. I talk back. Man, I'm cooler, man. I'm cooler. You know, I'm making the way out the way. I definitely dig that, man. Well, go ahead and enter to tell the people a little bit about yourself, man, who you are and how you came to be. Oh, man. Well, you know, I go by the name of Francino. East side of Chicago. I'm an artist. You feel me? Um, also the CEO of the Promo Girls. That's a, uh, a marketing promotion company. Um, you know, working out the hour with something. Also, you know, doing the wildest hour parties, you know. Anywhere in the Midwest, you know, I'm just working, man. Like I said, I pray, pay a boy water. You know what I'm saying? Keep having Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, that's what's up, bro. So let's um let's talk about your music, your, your music, and everything about that first, man. Um, your music, you're a producer, man. Tell tell us how you got into that game, and tell us about some of the projects you got you got and coming out. Oh man, well. You know, I've always been in the field, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I was just on the fence that, you know, I probably, I started writing at an early age and shit like that. And then I just started thinking serious, you know, and jump in it and see if I could try my hand. You know, it's been going pretty good for me. Independent back home, you feel? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what's your, uh, what's your favorite track or what's your favorite song that you've done that you're most proud of? What's your, what's your, um, Proudest piece, uh, piece of music that you've done. Oh man, my proudest piece of music I would say I would say the first one just because it, it like it took me it, it took so much just to get it done. But my favorite track right now um, is "Mind Body Soul." You can check that out Spotify, okay. Google Play. But overall, I would have to say that first project. My very first project I ever put out just because it, it took so much just to even get to the point. Okay. Definitely, 
definitely. That's what's up, man. That's what I like to hear. Well, <coughs> oh, shit. <coughs> well, let's get right into it, man. Tell us about um, how you came up in the nightlife scene, man, and how you came up with, uh, you know, doing the after hours and all that thing. Oh, man, you know, I'm from B-Boy, man, so it was like motherfuckers doing whatever they do on the street, and then we would go out, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is all the can going to be on those blocks for so long, you know what I'm saying? So we would go out to enjoy the nightlife, and one day, I seen a, a nigga who was with us, who was kind of associated, I don't even want to say he was, well, he was with us, but he wasn't be like that when you out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had spent all the money he had to hustle for like three or four days, and he went and threw all the money in the club. And it just died on me one day, like, if he do some stupid shit like this, I wonder how many other niggas do shit like this. I'm in the wrong game. Mm. After that, I just decided to push my hustle up, you know what I'm saying? It's not fucking that shit. Okay. And I, I ain't... I ain't jump right into it, you know what I'm saying? I tippy toed into it. You feel me? Like, I got my feet wet a little bit. Then, you know what I'm saying? I, I got a little bit more experience. Then, then I jumped in. So okay. It was, like, it was like a progression. Okay, so let's talk about the progression, man. Like, like how, how did it start versus how where it is now? Like, you know, how, how'd, you, how'd you progress with that? Uh, first, you know, um, I was talking to a dancer, you know, and had a couple dancers that I knew. So we was we was like, you know what I'm saying, good friends and shit like that. And I would just peep certain things that were going right for her and things that was going wrong for her. So you know what I'm saying, once I peeped the shit that was going wrong, it's hard to fix shit that's going right. But when I peeped the shit that was going wrong, I kinda, you know what I'm saying, found my lane to kinda pull the two together and found the way to fit me in a mix of Okay, now, what were some of the good things that the girls were right versus the things that they were doing wrong? Um, well, it was a bunch of shit. Um, Let's talk about just for, it. Let me see. There's just like simple stuff as far as knowing what, what to wear. You know what I'm saying? Knowing what look good on an uh, outfit that look good on one girl might look good on her, but on the next girl it might look great. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So small look all the differences like that and just different things knowing how to talk to knowing how to talk to a guy knowing that you can't sit there and have a whole 45 minute long conversation with somebody because you miss the money even if they tip you you still miss the money because it might be somebody else that want to just blow a bag and hurry up and go home because he got to be he got to catch the sunrise for his wife get home yeah you know what i'm saying he got to be at five o'clock in the morning shit like that you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. Now, what, 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 no. one of the things that I've noticed that girls do wrong in the club is is they don't have a game plan and a transition outside of the club. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how to, you know, take the money that they made dancing and transition it to something that, you know, can can be profitable when they get out of the club. Why do you think that is? Just because, like you said, they don't have to They think you They're not thinking what they tomorrow, let alone next year, next month, five years from now. Mm. So they just, they don't have no real, no game plan okay. whatsoever. Now with the promo girls, do you get, do you offer a game plan for uh, the girls to get out the game? You 
you know what I'm saying? With 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 what I got going on with the promo girls. Um, yes and yes and no, it's. I don't I don't beat it down people's head, but if you come to me, then I always got something for you. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like type of cat, I wanna beat it to him because I feel like if you ain't ready for it. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna heed the message any goddamn way. Right. So it don't make no wasting a good game and wasting my breath just talking to you. You feel what I'm saying? For no motherfucking reason. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for it, then yeah, I got a bunch of shit like that. I got girls that have got to the truck uh, driving thing. I got girls who uh, they own uh, boutiques and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I got an online dance boutique myself. I don't got a brick and mortar spot, but you know we we kind of got that, uh, we kind of got that fashion over uh, blueprint. Well, it's all online, and we moving a whole lot of clothes like that. Um, so yeah, I definitely got a way to to switch the money up and. and, and, and Turn it into a different type of hustle if you want to do that. Everybody ain't got the mindset. Now, why do why do you think a lot of girls don't have that mindset going into the game with the end game in mind, or you know, try to transition to do different things? Man, bro, stupidity is one of it's like multiple reasons. I know one 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 uh reason. Some of it is stupidity. Some of them never think the money gonna slow up. They think that they get this, they check in the type of bread right now, they ain't gonna be able to check whatever. Uh, some of it is, uh, they just don't even, they, they, they was looking for an easy way out, you know what I'm saying? So they was looking for a way not to go get a nine to five job, or not to go to school, after, you know what I'm saying, graduate college or no shit like that, not to go get a credit. And they jumped up in the game and they never thought past that. You know what I'm saying? So now they just in. Yeah. What are some advice you what what's some of the advice you would give to a girl that's just in it right now and thinking that, you know, it's kinda of going good for her and, you know, she doing her thing. What a piece of advice would you give her? Man, the sun don't shine forever, man. Feel so you gotta you gotta you gotta have a mind state or you gotta know rainy days is gonna come. You know what I'm saying? One day this shit the whole show gonna close down and it's gonna be over. You feel what I'm saying? So what you gonna do then? What is your game plan? Like, is this a five-year plan? Is this a lifelong move? Is this really trying to be your career? Like, you gotta really know about yourself. What the fuck do you want to do with yourself? And then after you know what you want to do with yourself, we can figure out what else that you good in, what other skills that you got, that we can turn into another hustle, another bag of money. Mm. So first, the first thing I would say, know yourself. A lot of the girls that I meet don't even know themselves. You ask them what they want to do, and they say, I don't know. Mm. Or they say, they like I'm dead or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't going to cut it. You got to know what you want to do. Like, I can put you on the shit like cryptocurrency, but if you don't fucking understand cryptocurrency, then what the fuck is the point of that? I even say, even if you don't have a willingness to learn about something new, it's not going to work. Because, you know, you may not know nothing about something, but you can have a willingness to learn, too. One of the things I've learned from my experience with working with dancers is a lot of these chicks don't have a willingness to learn new shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's a piece of advice that I personally can give a bitch. 
is that if you fucking around in the skin game, whether it's dancing or whatever have you, you better have an end goal in mind. You know what I'm saying? You better take a little bit of that bread and put it off to the side and then figure out why you're dancing what you need to be invested in. Because you got... You got about five years of running, really run it up. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is you got to get up under somebody who's going to teach you some of these things. That's another thing, bro. Like, it's like some of these girls ain't even stayed money. So let alone having the willingness to learn, bro. You got to be stable. You got to have a willingness to learn. And like you said, you got to be somebody that know better. It be chicks out here that ain't, that ain't doing none of the three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you just lost the assault, basically. Like they treat this shit like part-time job. And it ain't. And you wonder why you ain't getting the benefit of the next motherfucker guy. Now a lot of people would think, you know, what we do or what we've done is compared to like the pimp gang. What what would you say? What would you say about that? How, how, what are your feelings about that? Man, I feel like the game is to be told, not told. And people always gonna compare some shit to to whatever they to whatever the uh, the closest reference point is at the time. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? <clears throat> so it's some people who are saying and don't mean no harm by it that other people just say it, you know what I'm saying, with all the derogatory intent included. I really don't even really give a fuck how motherfuckers feel because they ain't paying my bills to help me do shit. But I would like to, I would just tell them, like, man, don't speak on some shit that you don't know. Mm. That's my hope. At least take the time to learn what the fuck you talk about before you get to talk about some shit you don't know what the fuck. Now, here's my thing. I tell people all the time, pimping is, is a very, very specific thing. You know what I'm saying? If you are not sending a woman out to do the act of prostitution and her bringing all of the money back to you, you are not pimping. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it's been taught to me. You dig what I'm talking about? So, you know, there's a lot of variations and in-betweens and, you know, a lot of different labels. But as far as, like, the, the title pimp is concerned, for anyone that's out there listening, like I said, again, it is the act of sending a woman out to do the act of prostitution and having her bring all of the money back to you. You did what I'm saying. So, you know, doing this whole professional playboy or managing dancers and all of that, you know, it can be compared to some pimping, but it's not no pimping. You know what I'm saying? It just isn't. Now there now I will say there are certain rules and regulations that, you know, kind of coincide with both of them, but you know, like I said, one is very, very different than the other. So let me ask you this. What have you? Is there any type of rules from the pimping game that you've learned that you've applied over into you know you managing dancers and the promo girls, or is this is it kind of like something that you've created your own style that you you know mixed and matched together? Um, I mean it's it's certain things that I learned just dealing with what you know what I'm saying? Give me some of those and things. I, I don't mean just dancing. I'm just talking about, like, you got to understand they still women at the day. Whether you a dancer, you know what I'm saying? Whether you are a, uh, uh, what you call that shit, like a go-go girl, a bottle girl, 
at the end of the day, they still women. You feel what I'm saying? They still, they still female. So you got freedom and stuff. So a lot of guys, they put too much onto it, and they be trying to slut them all the way out and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have some. You can't just be all super rough and gorilla on the motherfucker, and then but you can't be you can't be too sweet to kind of take advantage of people. You know what I'm saying? So. I learned to deal with the individual. I don't have a, a, a cookie cutter way that I deal with nobody because it's real complex. Especially in Chicago, I might have one girl that's wild as hell and all she want to do is party, party, party. And she ready to go at 10 o'clock in the morning. You feel what I'm saying? And then I might have somebody else who treat this shit like a real job. And during the daytime, you might get and don't even recognize the girl in the club. You know what I'm saying? She 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 got up. She got a whole different look, and it's almost like a like a character or a costume she putting on to go perform and go do her thing. You know, it, it really just depends on the um on the person. But I that you got to learn the individual that you're dealing with, and after you know the individual that you're dealing with, you got to do things to enhance the shit they already good at. That's what I would say. I like that. <clears throat> I like that. Tell me about one of your... Talk, let's talk about some of the parties that you've had, man. Um, what would you say your most legendary or your biggest party was? What are some of the memories from that? Oh, man, bro. Uh, it probably got to be Rose's birthday party. Shout out to Rose. Rose is like my assistant in this shit. I did her birthday party. Um... It was legendary. The party went no bullshit from about 10 o'clock at night to damn near 10 o'clock at morning. Um, so it was real long, you know what I'm saying? At a stupid hotel suite, you know, uh, I ain't gonna tell y'all the hotel that we was at, but shout out to shout out to my people, you know, they be looking out for me, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it was just legendary because a lot of women was there. It was way more. It's always more women than guys at my parties. Always. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's always more women than guys at my parties. Um, we had a ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did the. Uh, they had a couple games being played. You feel what I'm saying? The girls were doing the little uh, the cucumber challenge shit. You know what I'm saying? We had some, we had the, the ladies in there dancing. They were throwing throwing bread. You know what I mean? We we just had a ball. I had stuff up in there at the end of the at the end of the night. Well, I can't even say the night. At the end, towards the end of the night, going into the early morning, the chef came in and you know and hooked up some waffles and eggs and all that. The party was just exclusive, man. It was like one of them one of them that you had to be at. Yeah. If you ain't seen, had some footage. You can go on my OnlyFans and check it out. But I got OnlyFans out here. You yes, get a little sir. glimpse, but yes, got a little. Yes, sir. That's what I like to hear, man. So, you know, when dealing with this whole nightlife thing, man, what would you say some of the positives and negatives are when dealing with it? It's good money if you, if you know how to make it. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of good money in it. Um, There's a few good people in it. You know, um, it's definitely a good way to transition into other businesses. Um, the negative is just like 
you know, it's always a downside of a job. You know what I'm saying? It's it's long hours. You know, sometimes sometimes you feel like you're being overworked or underpaid, and sometimes you don't even got to work that hard to overpay. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, security is always the issue because you want to make sure everybody is safe and secure. Not only myself, but all my staff, all the ladies, and my customers that's coming to spend money. I want them to be secure too because without them, we got no business. Uh, and then also, too, like it's like stick for this Chicago with the violence and everything like that. that even though we ain't really had no issues in my event per se, it's the violence in the city affects people wanting to come out and party and even have a good time. So they worried about, you know, what's just going on and stuff that they're on the news and all that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. I tend to focus on the positive though, man. You can always find a whole bunch of negative shit, you know what I'm saying, if you want to, but it's just as much positive as it is negative in the world. So I, I focus on positive and I manifest that. Yeah. <clears throat> I definitely dig that, man. Man, any other thing that you want to uh, touch on right now as far as like the nightlife industry before we move on? Oh, man. Yeah, the nightlife shit is beautiful, bro. Like, I'm doing some upscale shit. A lot of people might have been to a lockdown, might have heard of a lockdown or been to a, like an underground strip club type of environment. But the shit that I'm doing is like creme de la creme of that type of shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just doing anybody. Can't anybody just show up to my shit. It's a members only type of shit. Yeah. The only way you're going to show up if you're a member or you're a guest of a member. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I got premium locations. I got premium dance. I got premium security. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I try to offer people uh, an upscale experience, like some shit you're going to go home and brag about. Yeah. Like, a lot of people find out about it. My word of mouth is crazy. Like, I got out but the word of mouth is what sell my mm-hmm. When somebody at the job the next day, and they be like, man, what you do over the weekend? Like, oh, I was fucking seen Like, that's how I get my business, bro, right there. Yeah, so de- I, try to I, I definitely can relate with the uh, parties, man, because, you know, when I was in Milwaukee, you know, as you know, I was working with a certain individual and we were throwing we were throwing legendary parties and that's actually how we met and we linked up. You know what I'm saying? You heard about what yeah. we were doing and you know what I'm saying? We definitely heard about what you were doing down there. But unfortunately, we never got the chance to really link up. You know what I'm saying? When I was a part of that team or whatever. But, you know, the offer still on the table, man. You know, I'm out here in this Vegas, bro. So we definitely can, you know what I'm saying, make something happen whenever you want. Or, you know, next time I'm in the Midwest, and I tell Chicago, I definitely would like to work with you. Yeah, I'm with it. And um, that's one of the things that's on my uh, that's on my to do list 2022. I'm definitely out there in that Vegas, and we're gonna we're gonna link up and definitely get a few things. Done. And I, that's one of the things on my calendar already. Girl, first quarter shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. All right, man. Oh, one more thing before we move on. Um, what piece of advice would you have for any male that or female, for that matter, getting into this industry, this whole nightlife promotion and dealing with strippers and shit like that? Have a game plan in mind. 
have a goal in mind. Uh, work, man. Like one of the things that I see that I don't like, especially with the niggas. I'm I'm talking about that, but with niggas, niggas don't be wanting to work, bro. Niggas be like, niggas be at the party or at the strip club who been trying to party. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this about a bag. If you if real, you supposed to be trying to get a bag. You can't be out there lollygagging and shooting the breeze. That's cool to make connections. You know what I'm saying? Have fun with the patrons and that, but don't forget the bag, nigga. If that's the case, you might as well be, be at the crib, sleep, chilling, and shit. And then uh, uh, let me uh, what, let's let's touch on this too, nigga. Stop fucking on the bitches like that, bro. You know, it's cool to have your fun or whatever, but bro, keep your mind on your money, man, because it's easy for them females to make you lose track. Man, and then not only that, bro, I don't, <laughs> that you just hit something really on the head last night, man, but. Talk on, about on, it. On Let's talk about it. It be, it be people, bro, who, who, who. Who personal get in the way of the bitch? I'm saying like that. You know what I'm saying? And then your personal get so much in the way of the bitch that you end up out of bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you can't you can't be so so much of this chick as or if, if y'all got something going on that she ain't checking the bread or y'all arguing with each other and ain't nobody making no money. Man, I think all types. From arguments to fights to, to, to just all type of, it just become a mess. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, that's where having game comes in. And that's one of the other questions I want to ask you, Francino. What does me, having game mean to you? Man, game ain't transparent, man. So if you can see the game, it ain't game. You feel so, what I'm saying? What do you mean by that? Break that down. Game is not transparent. So, Game is like a ghost, man. It's like a, it's like a un a unseeable, but you force that you don't know is there. It's like the wind, bro. Like, you ain't never seen the wind, but you know the wind now when it gets to blowing off. Yes, sir. You feel what I'm saying? You know the wind. You know when you need the wind. When it's hot as hell, it ain't blowing on you too. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of that's kind of how what game is. You know what I mean? It's something that, that's not tangible. But that you know what's there that it affects the outcome of what's going on. Mm. So I'm gonna give you for that. We got two females in the club, right? Both of them, let's just say it's five. I don't wanna I don't wanna get an example of no dime. We talking about a five, right? And I got two fives. I got one five with game, I got one five without the game. You feel what I'm saying? The five with the game dance circles around the five without the game. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Both of these this could be twins for that matter. It look exactly the same. You feel me? Same outfit on, same love, same cover, same everything. You feel what I'm saying? But the one with the game is gonna is gonna display that extra level of confidence, that extra level of to be able to get what they came for. But the one without the game is just it just running around getting whatever's coming to them. You feel what I'm saying? It's the difference between getting what's coming to you and getting what you deserve. Mm. So you gotta know how. Ooh. You, Say that again, it, bro. Say that again. It's a big difference, man. But get what's coming to you and get what you deserve. So I try to make sure based on the squad get what they deserve out here and, and actually know how to go get. 
that's the that's the difference between what's getting what ain't, man. So what's the difference between getting what's the, in your opinion between getting what you owe and getting what you deserve? What we'll talk about that? Oh man. Well, first, getting what number is coming to me. That's just that's just whatever somebody thought. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's that somebody can't. They got a hundred dollars to spend, and they spend that hundred dollars. Now, twenty of that might go on to you. Fifty of that might go on. To you. The whole hundred might go on to you just because getting what you deserve is knowing how to give to spend that other hundred that they got, but they ain't planning on spending. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? That other three hundred that they got on the card that they can spend, but they they really wasn't planning. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's how you get you get what you deserve, knowing knowing your worth and your value. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. That's that's a cold piece of game, man. Y'all better be tuned into this shit, man, because this you ain't gonna get no game like this nowhere else, man. But look, question. How do you feel that you stand out from everybody else in your industry? And what are some of the ways you can teach other people to stand out? Oh, man, I stand out because ain't nobody else doing it on the level that I'm doing it on. I make sure, like, I travel, bro. I'll be in Miami, I'll be in Vegas, you know what I'm saying? I'll be in California, I'll be in ATL, I'll be in, I'll be in small, nowhere-ass towns. Feel what I'm saying? Uh, shit like Waterloo, motherfucking Iowa. You know what I'm saying? Madison, Wisconsin. Just picking up game. What work in the club and what don't work in the club. Then what type of shit that I can add to my sauce. You feel what I'm saying? To make it a little bit thick. So I separate myself. Like I said, it's a lot of people throwing parties, but it ain't a lot of people throwing parties on the level. I'm throwing off. When the last time you went to a party and you left with a with a with a gift bag and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got merchandise for my party. I got I got free everybody walking the door get a free uh free glass of champagne. Shit like that. You, you did. know what I'm saying? Like I, Th that's exactly. I make sure that it's it's small things, you know what I'm saying? They they make it uh they make it that much better, that much memorable. Um also, just the fact that it's the members only thing. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta be a part of the club just to even get in. Exactly. Or you gotta know something that is the member just to even get in. Exactly. Exactly. And so that, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then as far as, as far as people uh, giving them the game and, and teaching it to them, mm -hmm. I teach you, man, but I got a charge. But you want me to teach you, hit the only fans up, man. Only fans slash Francino. F-R-A-N. You know, I, I teach you a little bit. Hey, definitely, man. You know, same thing here, man. You know, I, we both are fellow consultants, and, you know, we've been consulting, you know, people who be needing game. And and on top of that, you know, sometimes, bro, I, I and I got to say this, you know, it's, it's good to charge for the game, but I think, you know, Anytime you see somebody that that deserves the game and you feel that can like, prosper, it's good to give game away, too. You know what I'm saying? Certain games, I believe, I believe there's certain games that's free, and I believe there's other games that definitely should be paid for. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like college. You know what I'm saying? You pay for certain information that, that take you to certain places. <clears throat> Speaking of that, man, I'm giving up five free consultations right now. Get five, five free consultations 
front beat right now on that uh on any subject that you want. That's so I can show you the value of what I'm talking about. But sometimes it's hard for people that see it until they, they can apply it to their life. But you're definitely right. Certain shit should be free. I give out a lot of free game, but you got to be in position to even use it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I give it to you and you can't use it, then, it, then it's almost useless. But it ain't like that the game is useless. It's that you can't use it. That's almost like if I give you a basketball and I tell you to duck on an NBA court, if you can't jump and touch the rim, ain't nothing wrong with the ball. It's just that you can't use mm. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to be in a position to even use the shit too. That's a whole, that's a whole other thing. Mm. Brothers got to realize that, you know what I'm saying? Getting the game is one part of it. Applying it is a whole nother motherfucking skill. And I'll be telling people, man, you got to give game where game is available and see what works for you. You know what I'm saying? I just gave this example with Bruce Lee. I tell people, create your own style. Because what Bruce Lee did, you know, he learned Jeet Kune, or excuse me, he created Jeet Kune Do, but he studied other martial arts. And he took pieces of different martial arts that he that he learned and applied it and created his own style that he taught to other people. You dig what I'm saying? Same thing with the game. You got to study game where game is available, apply what works, and create your own style. Yeah, man, that's a fact, bro. Because everything that ain't going to work, like, that's why we were before about, um, well, I, I think you said, how do I go about it or what do I do? Like, it ain't no cookie-cutter way to go, go about this shit. Because even if I gave you a, a play-by-play, step-by-step blueprint, that shit might work in one situation. That shit might not ever work in another. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you could do it the exact same way and follow step one through ten. And it don't be nothing wrong with the steps. It's just it ain't meant to work like that. And you got to be smart enough to know. Another thing about the game is, man, you got, it's like a quarterback. You got to know when to call an audible. You got to know when the play going to work. You got to know how to read the defense. Like, it's a whole lot of shit that come along with this. It ain't just as simple as learning one piece. And then a lot of people, too, they learn one piece of the game or one part of it. And then they think they can keep running that shit in every motherfucking situation. And that shit don't work me. Hmm. And I try, to show, uh, I try to implore people, you know, <clears throat> you got to understand that just because, you know, game can be like a suit as well. Just because I'm good in a suit and it fit me perfectly, you know, my game is tailor-made to me. Your game made exactly. just because it look good on me and I can do certain things don't necessarily mean you can do certain things and it'll look good on you. Facts. Facts. Yeah, man. Everything. This shit, man. It ain't cookie cutter. It ain't. It ain't by way. You know what I'm saying? Then another thing too, bro. Like people, a lot of brothers from the older generation, they be getting down on on, on brothers from our generation. You know what I'm saying? They say we don't do it the same way, or we done fucked up this shit and all this other shit. But shit changed. You know what I'm saying? Like a hundred dollar bill, it's still a hundred, but it ain't the same hundred from when we was kids, neither. Mm-hmm. This shit different. You know what I'm saying? The time is different. It's different in that Vegas than it is 
to certain people, man. You want to go ahead and uh, touch touch a little bit back on that? Yeah, man. Um, like we were saying, though, it, it, it ain't tailor-made. What work for one person ain't going to work for that. So you got to catch all the game that you can everywhere that you can, from every place that you can. And don't be afraid to find a game and least likely a place. Like, I find game in books and movies from other players, from Squares. Sometimes I learned the game from Squares backwards. The nigga tell me some shit that got ran on him, and now I learned my way of how to not fall for that same shit. Like you ain't always got to get the game from a player, but you gotta be you gotta be wise enough to know it when you see it. Man, listen. Some people, I always tell people, or tell men in particular that you know having game is not about having ego. You know what I'm saying? You got to remove your ego from the game, meaning that, you know, if some shit don't work, if you get turned down, you got to be man enough to still keep moving forward. You know what I'm talking about? And not let your feelings about a certain thing or a certain situation sway you from your destination. That's a fact, man. And another thing, man, I want all the players, man, just, just to stay on this game, man, and stop fucking with the drugs, man. The drugs taking a lot of these niggas out there and shit, and they putting them in a fucked up twist that they can't come back from no time. Well, let me tell you, well, let, let, me, let me uh add a little bit to that, man. Don't fuck with the wrong drugs. Because personally, you know, we, we all fuck with some type of a crutch, you know. Even motherfuckers that smoke cigarettes, they, you know, those are drugs. But what I will say is know what you're putting in your body and understand what the effects, the long-term effects of it are. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm an advocate of psychedelics. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who's heard anything about me or know anything about me, I, I definitely am an advocate and a user of certain psychedelic substances. You know what I'm saying? But that's something different compared to like Xannies and, and, and X-Pills and all this other type of shit, man. There's just certain shit I refuse to put in my body, and shit like that is some of them. You know what I'm talking about? But there are, but for me, in my personal experience, there are some drugs or things that people would classify as drugs that has actually helped me out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't really getting down on, on what a brother do or what they don't do. I'm just talking about more or less. Don't let it affect. You get to the bottom line, you know what I'm saying? Don't let it affect you getting to the paper. What mm. you do in the in the safe, in your own crib or your own comfort zone, I don't care. I'm talking about more or less cats to be out in the club and then you so fucked up that, that, that you you off your square or that you so drunk a motherfucker that dug up in your pockets and you don't know about it, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Hey. Or that you so sleepy that you done just fell asleep. I didn't even see that. That you just so sleepy that you fell asleep out here. And you ain't on nothing but just up all night long. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, let me even add something to that. 
That motherfucking pussy is the worst drug of them all, my nigga. You know, nigga, nigga can get hooked on that boy and 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 lose sight of everything. You know, cause let me tell you something, man. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but if you ever happened or seen a situation where, you know, pussy tore down the whole situation. Yeah, I just seen a situation like that. Uh. I didn't, I didn't actually uh, both both ways. I didn't seen it, and I didn't been involved. Uh, I didn't been involved with it. With that man, you can't let a lot of times. Anytime you're dealing with multiple females, whether you in a relationship with them, whether you got a business stuff going on with them, you got to remember that they women at the end of the day, and that they very competitive and, and they territorial. So sometimes new chicks come around. And they want that number one spot, or they want what they perceive to be the number one spot. And if they can't get it, they'll they'll sink the whole motherfucking ship. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta, you kind of can't let that type of shit happen. Cause that'll fuck your whole plan up. You feel? Yeah. Let me ask you this: What advice would you give some males that that like? Would let a female come between, you know, the the business at hand. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever dealt with a situation like that? And if so, what type of advice would you give to somebody who dealt with a situation like that? If you let the uh, if you let the female come in between your business, this ain't the business for you. You need another motherfucking job. You need to go get your ass to trade school or something. But if you in that situation and you trying to and you trying to fight your way through it. You got to establish some dominance. You got to establish the fact that you know what the fuck you got going on. You know what I'm saying? For one, so it, it's two things. If you know what to do, you got to stand on it and do it. If you don't know what to do, you got to seek counseling and seek consultation from a brother like King Easton, from a brother like myself, or from anybody else that does more experience than you that can help you navigate through the waters, man. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. When you need it, you feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of times what I see with brothers fall at, they be knowing they fucking up, but they be so prideful that they don't want to ask for nobody. So they are just letting the ship slowly go down until it motherfucking collapse. Mm. <clears throat> but I would say, I would say, get any any chick that ain't with your program, or not even just female, any person that ain't with your program. And y'all running any type of team organ, organized, you know what I'm saying, the endeavor, you got to get that person to fuck up out of there. Mm. And that's hard. To, that's easier said than done sometimes. Because sometimes that person is fucking up is a key piece. And that be the reason why they flexing up. Because they know they play such a big role in your situation. You feel what I'm saying? Or even if that person is yourself that you have to remove, man. You know what I'm saying? Because That's a fact. That's the fact. Sometimes you, know, you gotta move your stuff around. Hey, listen, man, because you know, if anybody who's been listening to the show or knows anything about it, you know, I had to remove myself from that certain situation. I'm like I said, I'm not gonna say the names or the, or or anything because you know, I don't I don't want to have the, the their names in my mouth or whatever. But you know, our situation got destroyed due to a female. You know what I'm saying? A female that I was messing with, and I felt that there was some jealousy behind. You did what I'm saying? 
So okay. I think I think a piece of advice that I would give dudes is if you're gonna be working with with some dudes and you're gonna be working with you know what I'm saying some brothers and making a team. Hey man, my man said for the piece said this and he said it best. He said jealousy is a cheap perfume that little girls wear. You know what I'm saying? That shit don't smell good on no man. So. If you if if you got some jealousy and envy and shit in your heart, you need to find a way to remove that. But if you got niggas around you and you you catch some jealousy and some envy shit, or you you or or some backstabbing shit, you got to remove yourself from the situation, man. And that's exactly what I did. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing. And it ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Sometimes, like I said, it's better to to, to jump ship and move on. Then to stay somewhere where, where shit just ain't right at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then my thing is, if if I can't trust you around no female, you know what I'm saying, or about no female, or if you can't come to me like a player supposed to, and, you know, we chop it up about a certain situation, I can't trust you around no money. How am I supposed to trust you around? How, how am I supposed to trust a motherfucker around some money if that type of shit happens? You know what I'm saying? If you're a bitch come between... You and your partner, or you and the business at hand. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, that's just how I feel about it, man. But man, what piece of advice would you give anybody, or or, or let before anybody, what piece of advice would you give to your younger self that you that that you wish you would have heard? Man, get the fuck off 79th Street, man. Get off 79th Street. And go and get out of the institution. Hold on, man. Hey, I'm 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 on an interview right now. I'm about to give you a call right back. All right, my bad, G. Uh, this bitch calling this shit. Um, you want me to re-answer that question? Yeah. Oh well, it, the the shit was still recording, but go ahead, go ahead and re-answer. Okay. Uh, get off 79th Street, man. Get out here and see what the world got to offer. It's a lot more shit than just your block, your hood, or your area of the city. You feel what I'm saying? Get out here and, and really see what the fuck life got to offer you. I feel that, man. That's the advice I get in my younger self. You got your, you got your passport? Um, actually, I do. I have. I need to renew it right now. But yeah, I got a passport. There we go. I, I always tell my professional playboys, man, that they need to have a passport out here, bro. See what the world got to offer, man. Like you said, that's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. Hey, man. But we coming up on that hour, man. So we gonna close with the final words, man. Um, anything that you want to say? Anything that you want to promote? Oh man, yeah. Y'all go check me out, man, on Spotify. On Apple Music, on Title, type my name, man, Francino, F-R-A-N-S-E-N-O. You know what I'm saying? Stream that sex drugs, rapping hoes is out right now. Stream This Is For The Streets Volume 1. This Is For The Streets Volume 2 coming the first quarter, 2022. 
and we and we working, bro. If you in if you in any city, any major city, you in Chicago, you in New York, you in ATL, you in uh, Los Angeles. Be on the lookout for the after hours hosted by Francino. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all be on the lookout when, especially when they come out here to this Vegas, man. This professional Playboy production and, and this promo girls thing, man. That com that combo is gonna be wicked, man. So y'all gonna ne definitely want to tune in and and come out to that. Um, if you need any consultations, y'all can f feel free to hit DM me, King Issa Seven on Instagram, K I N G I S A, the number seven on IG. Um, I'm on TikTok now, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'll be dropping free game on TikTok. So, make sure y'all add me at King Issa Ali, K-I-N-G-I-S-A-A-L-I. Full name, real name. You dig? Um, and for anything else, man, you know, just hit them two inboxes and we gonna make it happen. Francino, it's been nothing but a pleasure having you as a special guest on the Professional Playboy Podcast, man. I really, really appreciate you fucking with me. I wish you nothing less than success, man. And then we're gonna go off on here, but I'm gonna chop up chop it up with you a little bit when we when we get offline, man. So like I said, anything else you wanna say before we get up out of here? Man, I'm gone, man. Like I said, hit the uh Instagram, follow me on Instagram, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Y'all know where I'm at. I'm in the street. Holler. Yes, sir. All right. It's, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun, but we finna run, man. Y'all be cool and careful. And remember, man, I love you, man. So tell somebody you love them, too, in a minute. Stop fixing the glow.